It's another week right here on Locked On Spurs. Well, let's start it off with another visit by the doctor. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you had a great weekend and getting ready for the new work week. And we're going to get you started right here on Locked On Spurs. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. What are we talking about today? Well, as you just heard right now, it's another week here, which means another visit by Dr. Ryan McCorkle. We're going to get into the latest Spurs injuries. What? Exactly, does newest member of the Spurs who, as of this recording, has not played a single second, Ken Birch? What's he suffering from? Also, Pop has some interesting things to say about Trey Jones and then getting into the mindset of when the physical side of just maintaining these players when it's the stretch run to the end of the season and the season's all but over. And uh, yeah, we'll be talking about that and a lot more right here on Locked On Spurs. Let's go to bring him on. He is Dr. Ryan McCorkle. Welcome back, Dr. Ryan. And whoo, Pop had a lot to say about Trey Jones and Sells coming back. So there's a lot to talk about today. Yeah, he had a lot to say in that interview. That's a, that was a pretty uh, wide-ranging statement uh, from Pop there. So yeah, gave us a lot to talk about. Yeah, make sure to follow Dr. Ryan on Twitter at Austin ER Doc. Uh, he is a medical doctor at the St. David's Medical Center out in Austin. Is also with the uh, medicine practice a concierge. So we're going to be talking about that and a lot more later on in this show. Doctor, um, let's start off with, I guess, something that just made my head scratch. And that is newest member of the Spurs, Kim Birch. He hasn't played a second as of this recording at all. But they listed him out versus the game versus Dallas last week with, uh, I'm going to butcher this, right knee, obviously let's just say chondromalacia. Did I get it right? Perfect. Chondromalacia. Very good. I got it right. Now, what is that? So chondromalacia is just, uh, so when when you start medical school, one of the things that they teach us um, is that basically your first year is learning a foreign language. So Mm -hmm. it's just learning these, you know, hundred dollar words for for common terms chondromalacia just means breakdown of the cartilage okay. um in your knee so um they go in and look at the the cartilage usually with arthroscopy or even you can see it with an mri and you can see that the surface of the cartilage is no longer smooth like when we're younger mm-hmm. or you know before we started playing nba basketball um, but over time the the surface of that cartilage uh, becomes rough and it can start to cause pain. Uh, it's not a tear or anything like that. It's just where it's it's starting to break down. Is this something that can turn into something really serious? It, it sounds serious. Well, the pain is serious. Okay. So it's kind of like what we were talking about with um, patellar tendonitis, where mm-hmm. it's an overuse injury. The treatment, say it with me, Jeff, <laughs> ricin therapy. You know, oh, ricin. <laughs> Good old ricin. But, but it's rest, you know, like it, the thing with chondromalacia is it's kind of like early arthritis. Arthritis means inflammation of the bone in the joint, but it's inflammation and, and breakdown of the, the cartilage. You're not going to make it appreciably worse playing through it, but mm-hmm. it's so painful that it becomes difficult to play through it. And so yeah. you try to, you treat it with rest. 
So it's not like it's something structural with an ACL or a PCL or a meniscus where you can make, make things significantly worse and put yourself out for longer. It's just how much can you tolerate the pain and can resting now mean that you can play at a higher level with less pain later on in the season? Right. Right, right. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, Ken Birch will be able to come back soon because I'm interested to see what the kid has. You know, he was part of that trade. Uh, you know, he, he hasn't played a second as of this recording with San Antonio Spurs. So interesting to see how he'll pan out uh, with the remaining games the Spurs have. But as I've into trade Jones and Popovich has some interesting things to say about Jones uh, ahead of the game versus Dallas last week. For those who don't know, Joe, Trey Jones has not played in quite some time. He's dealing with left, left foot soreness. But, Doctor, you saw the video. I sent it to you so you could be ready for this show. Popovich seemed concerned. He was very, like, I don't get it. Yeah, Trey Jones is a tough kid. He just can't bounce back from this. What did you what, what, what did you discern from what Pop had to say about Jones's injury? I mean, it it sounds like they've done, you know, their, their due diligence. He's had, of course, x-rays, probably MRIs, maybe multiple MRIs, looking mm-hmm. for a structural explanation for the foot soreness and they haven't found it. So, I mean, foot soreness, again, this has become the new um, lower body injury. Like they list in hockey on the, uh, mm-hmm. on the injury reports. It's a symptom. It's not a diagnosis and it doesn't tell you anything it's right. completely nonspecific. It says Trey Jones is not playing because his foot hurts. That's all, that's all they're telling us. So I don't have a lot medically to go on, but it could be plantar fasciitis, mm-hmm. you know, which is, can be pretty debilitating. I'm sure it's something that's very common, even in non-athletes. A lot of our listeners may have some experience with it. And you can imagine trying to be as quick as Trey Jones is and make, you know, quick explosive movements uh, like a point guard has to do and trying to do that with plantar fasciitis that makes, you know, even just some of our listeners make it difficult for them to just walk up and down the street. So you you can understand that. But we don't have a diagnosis. We don't know why. But like Pop says, he's a, you know, he's a a real tough uh, individual and he wouldn't be he would be playing if he could, but the foot right. is so important, especially when you're a, a small, quick player like Trey, and mm-hmm. uh, he just can't go right now. You know what went through my mind when I heard Pop making those comments was, go tank, go. Go tank, go. <laughs> Jones, you're just too good to come back at this juncture, considering there's two games versus the Rockets ahead of in the uh, the Spurs schedule. Very interesting as well, but... I mean, look, all kidding aside, like, I hope Jones is all right. And, and oh, you know, just, you know, Pop just looked frustrated, and, you know, like the, that whatever Jones is dealing with. We know it's a left foot, but as you mentioned, it's it's it's, it's not a di- – it's just simply symptoms. It's not a diagnosis. So hopefully Jones will be better. But, again, it's kind of a dumb question, but is there anything kind of like a super ricin treatment? Is, is there something like above it? Uh, you know, because I've learned from you, left foot soreness is usually the right uh, path. But when do you have to know a player has to go beyond the rice and treatment? Are we there yet with drones? No, uh, not at all, especially since we don't have anything structural to go on. I mean, can you can inject plantar fasciitis with steroids. It is excruciatingly painful. If you can imagine sticking a needle into the, the bottom of your foot got to be one of the most sensitive and painful areas and the reason why you're really careful with that with athletes is the more that you inject because you can inject knees with steroids it can help with the chondral malacia we talked about earlier with Mm -hmm. the pain but the more you do that the faster the cartilage and the bones break down and the earlier you're going to have arthritis Mm -hmm. and the more you can need a joint replacement later in life 
Mm-hmm. Um, so you try to really hold off on that unless it's, you know, something pretty debilitating because you can't do it repeatedly. Um, and you can't do it that often. It's kind of like a, la- right. uh, a last resort. Let's say. Right. Well, so yeah, well, not there yet. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, Jones will be back soon. You know, if anything, just to get some run in before the uh, season is over, hang in there, Spurs fans. This bad season is is coming to a close super, super fast. Once again, we're here with Dr. Ryan McCorkle. He is an ER doc at the St. David's Medical Center and the Austin Emergency Center. He's also with the Backstage Medical and Concierge Medicine Practice. Follow him on Twitter at Austin ER Doc. When we get back, uh, we're going to ask him, is he now worried about Romeo Langford? Now is it time to be a little concerned? Uh, Langford has not played in quite some time and continues to be out as of this recording and then get into the mind, the physical side of the season and the players as they wind down a really bad season. You know, how do you keep them motivated to ra- round out this uh, bad record wise season? Again, follow him on Twitter at Austin ER doc. But I want to talk to you about Nissan. Nissan's most electric player of the week is brought to you by the all new all electric 2023 Nissan Aria, and we're going to give it to once again back to back winner. He is Malachi Branham. A back to back 23 point outings for him uh, versus uh, Hornets and then against the Mavericks, playing well above him being a rookie. Uh, he is just so dynamic. The Spurs looks like they may have found not only an electric player uh, wearing a silver and black, but also a gem late in the NBA draft. He is locked on Spurs Nissan's most electric player of the week. And yeah, the Nissan Aria, electric, brilliantly fierce, fiercely elegant, stunningly powerful, elegantly powerful. It delivers on duality, a combination of fierceness and elegance Beautiful but strong. The perfect SUV crossover. So the 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin to your seat power at premium intelligence all-in-one EV. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. The EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Dr. Ryan McCorkle. Follow him on Twitter at AustinERDoc. Hopefully he'll give us some uh, sneaker news later on in the show, as he always does. But, Dr. Romeo Langford, still out. Still out. He hasn't played as of this recording. Sat out against uh, the Mavericks. He's been dealing with the Spurs, um, say, described as a left adductor soreness. Now, you've gone over that plenty of times here on Lockdown Spurs. You were always been hesitant to say like, nah, you know, it's nothing that we were concerned about, be concerned about, wait a couple of weeks. He should be fine. But here we are. He's still out. He hasn't played again. As of this recording, we're recording this ahead of the pair of the Utah game over the weekend. Are you starting to be a little worried now? A Langford's injury. I'll be completely honest with you, uh, Jeff. I'm not going to be worried about anybody's injury until okay. training camp next year. Because we've, we've talked about multiple times, there's no incentive uh, to push anybody to come back who's in any discomfort for this season, for the last, you know, 20, 30 games uh, of the season. There, there, there just really is no incentive. If the, especially, I mean, unless the player is playing for a contract or, you know, auditioning for teams for next year, you know, there's, there's, not, a, there's not much upside to pushing them to come back. Uh, and we, I did do, look into it a little bit because he had been out for such an extended time. And uh, Romeo had this issue when he was with the Celtics, same mm-hmm. adductor problem. So I think you're going to be 
we've talked about this before. We're not concerned like is his career ending or something like that, but we've talked before about injuries. When it happens a second time, it warrants being more careful with it Mm -hmm. uh, because you don't want this to become a chronic issue where they miss, you know, extended time each season. So uh, I think this being the second time it happened, you're probably dealing with more, you know, some micro tears uh, of that adductor muscle and, there's no no upside to pushing him, especially because this is the second time it's happened. He's a young kid. He's very explosive. Mm-hmm. And uh, the adductor is just so important in your lateral movements and your and your explosive movements that uh, we want to make sure that this doesn't become something that affects him throughout his career, being that even mm-hmm. in his young age, this is the second time he's missed extended time due to an adductor strain. Yeah, I think you got to keep that in perspective. Not not you, doctor, but the listener as well. You know, that, that the point of the season that they're in, there is nothing to play for. The only thing to play for is really just continued development and, of course, making sure the Spurs are in a good position to get a top pick in the draft. So, yeah, no need to rush him. If he's out, he's out. So, But hopefully he does come back just for, you know, just to get some run, as mentioned. Same thing with Trey Jones. But Devin Vassell, uh, Popovich uh, did announce that his return is imminent. Uh, they're projecting the game versus the Pacers. You know, I'm expecting the same thing, Doctor. You know, minutes restriction, not on the court a lot. You know, trying to get his win back because he's been away from the court for a while now, Doctor. Yes, Devin's been out for for extended amount of time. Uh, but again, I think it's the same thing. We're not we're not trying to push them to to go back. And you know, this is conjecture, and this is you know, kind of trying to be a detective a little bit, I guess. But mm-hmm. I would I would say that players that they're continuing to hold out are players that we're thinking may want to be part of the young core going forward. And that the people that you see getting extended playing time right now, and let, you know, there are some who are just, you know, they're healthy, they're ready to play. We'll play them. But mm-hmm. anybody who's trying to push themselves to come back for an injury during these last 20, 30 games is probably somebody who is playing for a contract or auditioning for uh, another team. And I think we've mm-hmm. been, we've talked last week about um, Pop's approach with, with Boban in particular mm-hmm. about he, you know, he cares about these people as humans, as individuals about their career and about their livelihood. And so not only is he not going to push somebody to come back for an injury for that purpose, but I think he's also going to say, you know, look, you may not be a part of this team going forward, but you're going to be an NBA player. And I want to see you have a long career and a successful career. And I want you to make as much money for you and your family as you can. So this mm-hmm. is your this is your chance. Branham, go out there and score 25 a night. You know, that, yeah. they talk extensively about how there's 100 guys in this league who can score 20 a night if you give them the giving give them the minutes. So mm-hmm. this is their chance to to go out and do that. So we're not if you see somebody coming back from injury quickly, they may feel like uh, this is my chance to audition for other teams or for my next contract. That was something for us, doctor. So we've having this two episode debate about Devin Vassell. So as of this recording, they're on a 15-game losing streak. Okay? Now, some of these games mm-hmm. have been close within this span. You know, the Charlotte game goes about 10-point difference. Uh, obviously, the Detroit game, the double overtime. Does a healthy Devin Vassell get you a couple of wins during this 15-game losing span? Because there's been some other guests that come on that said, no, he doesn't. They're still on a 15-game losing streak. But some have said, yeah, maybe he gets you one or two how many games do you think a healthy Devin Vassell gets the Spurs team in this 15-game losing streak? Oh, man. 
you know, that's, that is, that, that, that's some tough conjecture right there. But right. I, again, I think you're, you're, you're shining a light on what, what we're saying. It, it's got, it's a double edged sword. Spurs don't want those couple, you know, two, three, four extra men. Right. Mm-hmm. And Devin Bissell's, um, camp doesn't want him to come back too soon and hurt himself for next year and for his next contract and all those kind of things. So there's no incentive for the player or the team. So again, that's why I think we're seeing people out such extended time is you're mm-hmm. not at cross purposes here. You don't have a player who's like, Hey, I need to protect my body for my livelihood going forward. And the team going, Hey, we need to grind out those two, three, four wins that Devin's plus minus can give us. If he's on the floor, both of them are being like, Hey, there's a reason for me to come back. So I think you're seeing yeah. Spurs players out longer than the standard, uh, length of time for their injuries because neither one has any any incentive to push to come back yeah i said that at minimum he gets you two i think he pushes the spurs over the pistons you know his contribution on both ends of the court maybe he gets to that charlotte game definitely doesn't help against dallas the other night I mean, dallas just put one San Antonio. but yeah I, I instead of a 15 game historic 15 game losing streak i think maybe they're like in a Five game losing streak right now, or something like that. But hey, we are not. We don't give up 146 points. We don't give up 146 points, exactly. Uh, Once again, we are with Dr. Ryan McCorkle. He is making his weekly visit right here on Lockdown Spurs. Follow him on Twitter at Austin ER Duck. But when we get back, uh, we're going to put a wrap on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Talk about the mental side, physical side of just wrapping up a very bad season for the silver and black. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, and you got to try a built bar right now. We just got through the holidays. If your goal is to eat a little healthier, well, then you got to try a built bar. Do it right now. It's healthy and actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you wouldn't even think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes built bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, a real chocolate. Unbelievable flavors peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, just to name a couple. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. These bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, a whopping 17 grams of protein. And you don't have to wait around anymore to get yourself a box of Built Bars. You can still go to Built.com or you can go to Walmart or Sam Clubs. Go to your nearest Walmart today. Go to the pharmacy section. Grab yourself a box of Built Bars. There's a four-bar box, cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut puffs, or go to Sam's Club. They got a 13-bar box with hit flavors such as brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. We're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Dr. Ryan McCorkle. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at Austin ER Doc, and he is with the Backstage Medical and Concierge Medicine Practice, as well as St. David's Medical Center and the Austin Emergency Center. And for those of y'all who are wondering why we're kind of hitting the speed button on this episode is because Dr. Ryan is a man in demand. Uh, before we hit record, he told me he has to be on TV. So pardon me, Dr. Ryan. I don't want to interfere with some celebrity now. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no, nothing like that, Jeff. That's just my, uh, my job with the hospital is to do media relations for St. David. Oh. So when the local news needs somebody to talk about seasonal allergies or heat or flu season or COVID right. or any of those things, they give me a call and I go down to the studio and do a little, little segment on it. And actually I was, Supposed to, and they just messaged and postponed it till Monday. So we, 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 I got all the time you need, Jeff. 
oh, okay, well, then I'm not going to hit this. Well, well, maybe at this point I'm going to have to still hit the speed button because this app's going to kick us out anyway in a few seconds. Yeah. But um, let's go ahead and wrap it up then. Uh, you know, the Spurs have 20-ish games left, you know, dealing with their injuries. You know, they, they know it's a bad season. They're not going anywhere. I was just wondering whether there's like medical science on this or maybe just from your experience dealing with athletes, how do you guide, maintain an athlete knowing that they're on a team that sucks? I mean, Popovich said it, not me. Hey, go to Pop. He said this team sucks. Uh, kind of keep them going when they're not, when there's nothing to play for. Is there any medical science about this, about the mental side of things, the physical side of that? Basically not checking out. You know, not checking out of a season early. Yeah, I mean, there's no. I mean, there's, there's, yeah. I mean, mental health is is medicine. So yeah, there's research in, as far as mental health goes about trying to keep these people engaged and focused, and how difficult that is uh, when you're, you know, you have a lost season like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, has there's been conjecture that you can be more prone to injuries because you're just kind of checked out and that maybe not going a hundred percent and concentrating as much on your movements as you do when you're locked in. Um, but I think the, the, the biggest part is mental. And that's why we were saying this is such a challenge for Popovich and a new challenge uh, late in his coaching career to, to do those things. I think what we can find during this time is those people who have the special NBA mentality where that break mm-hmm. goes from the rank and file NBA player to the special NBA player, the Kobe mentality, the, you know, Ginobili, the Duncans of the world, mm-hmm. where, you know, every year they were talking about Kobe and Jordan coming into the uh, season and, and the off season, thinking about a particular skill that I'm, that I don't have, or that's underdeveloped that I'm going to develop for this season. So that every year they came back, they could do something new uh, at an expert level. So I think that's, you know, for the last 20 games or so, we've talked extensively about making sure that everybody stays healthy and not pushing them to come back. But that they have to find little challenges and little victories to take out of this because you're not mm. taking a victory in the game. Nor do you necessarily want a victory in the game. But I'm going to develop my left hand. I am going to work on my mid-range jumper. I'm going to work on that baseline fadeaway, the Kobe and Jordan things we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding little things. Popovich to challenge each of these individual players to say, I want to see you get better at this. I want to see you work on this. Mm-hmm. And them doing that and finding success in it and finding a, a victory in that because the season is lost. And right. if you can find players who can get in that headspace uh, and not be completely demoralized by the, the score on the scoreboard, then those are special people that you want to build around going forward. You can start seeing that already with Popovich in his post-game chats. You know, instead of going over the game immediately when he takes a seat, he dives into individual performances. For example, the loss versus Dallas. It was a bad loss. It was horrible. I mean, Dallas connected on what 10 threes in the fourth period alone and you know, breaking records, you know, left and right. But instead of talking about the game, Doctor, he went into Blake Wesley having a great game. Malachi Branham obviously having a great game. Zach Collins having a good game. He went and, I, and that was unusual for me. I've been covering this team for decades now. Usually it's all oh, we didn't do this or we didn't do this. He went right into those little victories. 
you think that's what we're going to probably see more often than not in these last remaining games, just these little victories he's going to bring up? I think so, because you've got to yeah. keep these people encouraged. You know, you've seen, you've read, I'm sure, about all the great coaches uh, and their their approach is always, when they're too high, you bring them down. And when they're too low, you bring them up. Mm-hmm. So you have a horrible loss and Popovich comes in and starts talking about positives because that's not the time to pile on when you're mm-hmm. that, that psychological approach, you know, that, that, you know, level of genius in a coach that we see is knowing when it's time to push, it's time to ride somebody or mm-hmm. the many encouragement that need to be built up. And I think that's what you're seeing is, is Popovich trying to find those little victories. And again, we talked about, it's also looking out for their livelihood. Some of these players, maybe a little bit older or, you know, are just not in the plans. You can only have so many people in your, in your young core going forward on the roster. He may be building them up too, to see Mm. them get a contract with another team or get an opportunity with another team next year saying, Hey, this is a quality player. Look what they're doing. Look what they can do. You know, they, they deserve a shot in somebody's training camp next year, even if it's not here. Yeah. Well, hopefully the Spurs, you know, can end on somewhat of a positive note. Perhaps Malachi Brandon continues his upward tick. Blake Wesley gets some more run to be the Blake Wesley that we saw during the summer league. And of course, Sohan and his development. So yeah, little victories the Spurs have to hang on to, to wrap up this season. Once again, we are with Dr. Ryan McCorkle. Follow him on Twitter at Austin ER doc, but I cannot let him go without getting a shoe update. What is your, the latest sneakers? What you got cooking? Doctor, what's new in your closet? I'm uh, pretty excited. Just the uh, day before yesterday, I got in three of the four pair that I have coming to work on customs. I asked one of the musicians that I worked with to get a hold of these four pair that I've had my eye on. Uh, but obviously, I can't afford on a measly right. ER doctor's salary. Uh, <laughs> and they sent, them, sent me these four pairs so I can work on making customs. So I got a, a pair of the starfish. Um, Jordan one highs, which is a burnt orange and brown colorway that, um, um, Miles Turner, uh, tends to really like and wear when he comes mm-hmm. back to the long one games. And then I got the, uh, brand new pre-release Travis Scott olive, um, colorway that is a low top white black and has an olive swoosh and olive sole that, um, Got some uh, Angelus leather paint, which I, I love to use. That's my go-to for my customs. Coming in to paint an Austin FC colors for the swoosh. And nice. then a little stencil of the FC logo to put on the back quarter panel. And then I got the Mocha Travis Lowe's to do that with the UT, with a burnt mm-hmm. orange swoosh and then, a, and then a longhorn on the back quarter panel. And then, for our listeners, I got the Phantom Travis Scott, the all-black with the silver stitching colorway. Oh, uh, look at you. And I've got the silver paint and some silver laces and I'm going to do the swoosh silver and then put a spur uh, on the back quarter panel uh, to go with the silver swoosh and the silver laces. And those will be my go-to locked on spurs shoes. (laughs) Sure. I'll, I'll send you a picture of the pre and then I'll send a picture of the post. Nice. I I may have asked you this before, but just refresh my memory. I, you, I know you're getting, you're starting to get into the more custom, you know, you want to go down that path, that hobby, you make your own, create your own, you ever consider about perhaps putting up for sale, like or or being a go-to person to do customs for not only for fans but for athletes? Is that something that you would like to see yourself doing down the road? 
Oh man, there's so many talented people that do that now. Uh, if I got good enough at it, I mean, sure, that, that would be a dream. I would love that. Right. Uh, and then that's that's kind of what the getting my reps in now is is, is to do uh, to get better at it. But I don't I don't have an eye towards a career. If it happens, oh, okay. awesome. Okay. But there's people yeah. I idolize. You know, the shoe chef, the shoe surgeon. If people want to look at those on Instagram, uh, and a guy named Andu.c. They're three mm-hmm. of the best custom makers out there. They do these, uh, Andu does these really cool ones based on cartoon characters that my kids mm-hmm. love, uh, anime characters. But then the shoe chef and shoe surgeon do customs for people like PJ Tucker. Um, shoe surgeon makes all those special cleats they wore in the Super Bowl that are Jordan ones mm-hmm. made for the, for the NFL. Uh, and they're, they're, they're the people that I really look up to. And if I could get that good, sure, I would love to not have to go, uh, battle the right. emergency department every day <laughs> yeah yeah is it is it a weird like people who go down a certain path in life and then they look back and like you know what i'd rather do this instead <laughs> you know like i did this would have been better route for me yeah you know, I'm for sure, sure. You're, you're 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 an awesome doctor i'm pretty sure you know i'll see your uh search all that good stuff so but yeah yeah i know a lot of people do that people i know this guy who is in finances you know, was state planning, getting people ready for retirement, you know, makes great money doing that. And he tells me, I rather, he goes, I always wanted to be on a radio. Yeah, I just wanted to be a radio guy. And he's like, he's like why, did, why did I pick this? I'm not happy doing this. You know, I, I'm happier on radio. And I say, well, you know, you're probably not making the bucks though, as you would doing your real job. He goes, nope, I'm fine with that. I'd rather be on the radio. So she was talking sports all day. That, that's me. But yeah, but that's he cool. is not. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. But he is Dr. Ryan McCorkle. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at e, Austin ER Doc and on Instagram, Austin EM Doc. Why? Well, just because. And also, you can see those shoes, those sneakers that he's talking about. He puts them on display right there. And he'll be back with us next week. Doctor, what's going on with Backstage? Uh, well, we just did that Springsteen show. Uh, you shared mm-hmm. the, that photo. They, they put me right on the side of the stage. Those, those guys are uh, you know, all in their early to mid 70s now and uh so they, they like having a doctor real close so they they stuck me around right on the side of the stage it was so much fun that was an incredible night um getting to, to hang out there on the stage with the boss and then um tomorrow we have the home opener for austin fc so i'll be working that game and taking my my 12 year old twins so we're gonna have a good time working and uh and seeing the first game of, of austin fc this year uh just finished the schedule for the ut football for this year and then we have south by southwest coming up um here in just about two and a half weeks and yeah. a ton of uh backstage medical stuff that goes on during during that for some of the, the great venues around here acl live mm-hmm. um the moody moody center uh moody amphitheater emos and subs so we got a lot going on and it'll be a, it'll be a lot of fun all right once again to get more information about uh the um concierge medicine practice that doctor is involved just make sure to follow him on twitter at austin er doc but for dr ryan mccorkle i am jeff garcia we're gonna put a lock on this episode of lockdown spurs 